Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. We are kicking off episode 49 of Into the Lab from the beautiful home studio in San Antonio, Texas. I'm your host, Ernest Silva, at The Sport Gene. If you follow me on any social platform at all, many more coming too. Got some announcements for you. But this episode is featured on a growing network called the Blue Collar Media Group. Take a look at their website. Get great content. Find some really cool streaming stuff. www.bluecollarmg.com. But first off, let's see who our sports scientists are tonight. Let's cue the announcer and get your night or morning started off right. From Pittsburgh, football, hockey, gambling writer for Blue Collar Media Group, Twitter handle at Steel Curtain, P-E-H, the most interesting name in the world, Paul. XFL week two, boys. Let's get it. From Bali, Indonesia, a beverage connoisseur. Wrestling expert for Blue Media. She, he's not here today, so let's skip that. <laughs> Every time from Winnipeg, featured on the podcast, the Institute of Drafting, the 2019 Into the Lab NFL Pick'em Champion, Twitter handle at the Phantom Jazzy, Miles Bloomquist. I just want to say I just watched the Marquette King punt, and oh, that must be really tough for Marquette King to watch back. <laughs> yeah, I think it should sign with the Patriots. Of course you do. From St. Charles, becoming a regular from the Loud Sports Podcast, part of the Blue Collar Media Group Network, Twitter handle at loud underscore sportscast, Kyle Gorney. What's going on, guys? Excited to be back and talk a little NBA playoffs and some all-star. Awesome. From the great city of Pittsburgh, heard on the Outside the Paint podcast and featured as well on Blue Collar, Twitter handle at Sports Von Dalezell. Hey guys, great to be back. I'm excited for this week, big XFL weekend and uh, All-Star weekend, and Zach Levine was snubbed. That's all I got to say. <laughs> what an intro. And last, surprising all of us from Boston, slightly biased, very own and co-host of Smack Talk, Twitter handle at Reisner underscore Steven, the great Steve Reisner. What's going on, everybody? Um, if anybody asked, I was not here. <laughs> great, great to have everybody here for today's episode. Steve, and lots I told you to be quiet. Lots to get into. <laughs> Steve has been warned multiple times with legal counsel not to say anything, but he is joining us today. Let's talk about our three-round segment. Thanks for joining today, fellas. But round one will be analysis on some NFL, NBA, and XFL <laughs> news going around on the podcast talking about the latest trends round two a pick em episode that's going to be featured around the nba all-star weekend and the xfl games in week two um and then round three we're going to have some introductions to some of our podcast members here go on their shows and talk about what they're doing as well as where you can catch into the lab 
this road trip season. So a full group this morning, NBA talk, NBA topics. I am hyped. Let's get into it. You're just hyped because Houston won. I'm absolutely because of hyped fucking this. free throws. Absolutely, that's part of our strategy: threes, free throws, and layups. We'll get. We're definitely going to get into that. We're definitely going to get into that. That's for sure. From Winnipeg, the 2019 ITL NFL Pick'em Champion, fantasy football writer for Blue Collar Media and Time Skewed, co-host of Frostbite Sports at the Phantom Jazzy, Miles Bloomquist. Day, everyone. Uh, as you said, co-host of Frostbite Sports, my new podcast podcast with my two buddies jet and harry you guys can go check that out on twitter at sports frostbite or if you follow me at the phantom jazzy i do tweet that shit out our resident oklahoma state fan and streamer with us turn lapster into sports scientists you will find him right here davis cordova what's up guys thanks for joining in let's hope this is a good show tonight those are some. Those are some positive words. Let's hope it's a good show. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> now that's just three of us here as your sports scientists, and we're outnumbered. We got four guests on here tonight, but let's go ahead and uh, start introducing each and every one of them. Um, you may not recognize a whole bunch of them on your screen. If you are, you're just friends and family. Trust me, I'm not one to really have a Boston Celtics slash Green Bay Packer on my screen. But he is here with us, folks. Let me introduce our first lapster, most one of the most important people right now on this on this uh, episode, Andrew James. Hello, go Pack, go! Like Ernest said, Celtics. We know who's taking on the NBA championship in this restart. I'm glad to be here. And that's how oh, you're it's in good a- to have more Celtics. It's always good to have more Celtics fans. That's how you're in your first mute on the show. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate that. Now we go on to our second labster, a man with very little words, but a very large impact. Is from San Antonio, Texas as well. I don't think I said that about you, Andrew. But he is representing the Philadelphia Eagles himself with that annoyingly green cap, Matt <laughs> Posey. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for having me. And uh, fly, Eagles, fly. Go Sixers. I think we really know who's taking it this uh, this year in Orlando. Sixers. <laughs> Ouch. I see you have some people that really uh, really uh, like like the Sixers' chances. Thanks, Miles, for that introduction <laughs> as well. Now, there's a couple other guys on your screen that you really may not know if you watch Into the Lab uh you know, religiously, but if you follow some of the retweets and likes that we put out there, you may love their content because they just draw a whole bunch of shit. So now put your hands together for the guest podcast on our show, the Supreme Chancellor and Viceroy of the Worst Take Network, Matt McCona. How are you guys doing? Um, we're part of the Worst Take Network. Um, if you haven't checked out our stuff, it's theworsttakenetwork.com. Uh, we got some podcasts. We got a whole bunch of new ones coming along. Um, and then we also got some articles up there. So check it out. Yeah, go check it out. Um, just to let everybody know, I am an Oklahoma City fan, and I support the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. So yes. just letting that out there. Davis is clapping. Let me tell you about that. Yes. Davis is happy to have somebody to help him out here because we do not like the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's the worst take you had so far. We, we, don't, we, just started. we don't mind the Oklahoma City Thunder, actually. We, we're okay with them. Uh, <laughs> You're outnumbered, Ernest. You're outnumbered. Uh, yeah, right. get out well, of here. I won't, I won't take too much of the spotlight then. Let's talk about Into the Lab, but we're excited. If you're not familiar with our show, these guys are about to duke it out in our trivia section. There's a gift card on the line. Um, you know, if you watch some of those 
famous movies like Pitch Perfect 2 when he got 25 G's to Dean B's. I mean, that, those gift cards just go hard. So you're going to see these guys really going for it. It's NFL trivia, so stick with us. But let's start with some big news and announcements from ITL and Blue Collar Media Group. So you can find several of the voices you hear online or streaming here on Facebook um, playing Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, weeknights and weekends. Our sports scientists team up. Um, Davis Cordova and I are our teammates on the BCMG stream team, and you'll find us playing nightly and playing on the weekends. But there's a tournament this weekend, so you can catch us practicing or having a good time, maybe just shooting it at twitch.tv slash the sport gene. But come out this weekend and watch us. It's a four-hour tournament, so we're going to be on there like forever. So just come on anytime. Come watch us. Um, the tournament has some money to it, so we're hoping to qualify, but our top three games, kills and place, we'll see if we can rank in the top and finish as a semifinalist. Andrew and Matt's very own friend, Ben, will be joining our team for this weekend. So uh, as, as you can see by their smiling faces, they know Ben is legit, so we're excited for it. And um, uh, if, if you don't remember, but Reg Huggins, one of our uh, lapsers that, that, that came on the show will also be with us. So good team. We have a chance. Trust me, we're not that bad. We got a 31st win last night, so we're excited. Um, and also, if you are a listener and you're constantly on our show and you're, and you're listening to our stuff, we have started a Patreon for Into the Lab. And if you want to become an official Labster, get uh, you know inside content, get a chance to be featured on the show, go on our Patreon. We'll have that listed on our links and all of our um, social settings. And so, uh, yeah, keep a lookout for that. But Enough about support us. the man support Ernest. <laughs> that's what it is that's what it is but let's uh let's go into the real news which is all about basketball right now and this weird bubble happening in disney world so uh let's go to our first topic which is all about the food right so cafeteria food for the pros a recent post by troy daniel show that the food is just a bunch of packaged food that you really find in a and a low budget school system so uh miles i'll start with you i love your enthusiasm today what do you think about that food? Is it going to get better, or is that really what we're going to be feeding the best basketball players in the world? Um, I mean, they're just basically asking the NBA players to break the bubble now. They're going to go to some fucking restaurant and be like, what the hell? I'm not eating this shit. I wouldn't eat that shit. That's the shit that they serve at my school. Like, seriously. Like, And it's not even that, because NBA players have to keep up their diet. You know, they have strict diets already. They already have their entire meal plans. Um, they can't be eating that shit. They really, really can't. So I expect that to actually encourage them to break that bubble. And you might see that happening in the coming days. I saw the funniest take online that said, would the, the look Adam Silver's going to have when they realized James Harden's bringing the strip club wings to everybody the night before the game <laughs> started. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Um, but the, the food's not terrible now. I don't know if you guys heard this, but they're kind of bailing out the Houston Rockets here as Tillman Fertitta got the six restaurant contracts for all of the housings for all the NBA players. So I'm not sure if he's in financial struggle or what, um, but not good for the first look of the food. Um, Davis, I didn't call any first. So let me go to you. What do you think? Is that food atrocious? Are you, are you seeing a lot of switch? Or do you think that uh, they need to get over it? Well, see, that's why I left school a lot is to go get like fast food. It's because I don't eat that. <laughs> um, but no, I read, a, I read an article that said uh, that was only for like their, uh, two-day like um quarantine they have to do when they arrive and that was the food that they brought them they, they said it's supposed to get better but let's hope so yeah let me open up to the floor what do you guys think the food looked that bad or are people making this a bigger deal than it is i don't think the food looks that bad personally i mean i think what makes it looks 
look bad is the fact that it's served in styrofoam and plastic containers. And that's what makes it look like a school lunch. But my issue with the food isn't, isn't what they're serving. It's how much. Because if you think about the big guys in the NBA, like, like somebody like a Steven Adams who eats practically five meals at dinner time, trying to go out with just some pita chips and strawberries, that's not something he's going to be able to eat. It's, it's, for me, it's more about the quantity of the food that they're getting rather than the quality. Because personally, I don't see a lot of issues with the quality. They're also NBA players used to probably – very very gourmet food like they have their own private chefs and they're used to this really good so the nba is on to you they are they are tapping into your feed so just want to let you know We've lost you for a minute there. I know you're going to come back. We'll, we'll come back to you, though. Anybody else have a, a thought on the food before I move on? That I, I also heard that it's only for the first couple of days. We'll go ahead and go to the next topic on that one. All right, so he's, he's dropped out. So we'll go to the second topic. Let's talk about revisiting dreams of visiting Walt Disney World. Jamal Crawford and Michael Beasley are playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, you know, I think, what, 20 years too late on these two guys? But, you know, they're <laughs> going to give them a shot to play. Um, I'm going to start with one of the guests. Uh, why don't you take it away, uh, Matt? Tell us a little bit. What do you think that uh, – not worse, Matt, but the Matt. Uh, what do you think about uh, the two oldies joining up with the Nets? I mean, it is what it is for the Nets. Everyone knew that next year is the first year that the Nets really are going to come together and, and maybe be what everybody thinks they are. So I think right now with, they've had, what, five or six guys drop out of this. So they just need to fill, fill a full roster for those eight games. And they're, they're going to make the playoffs as well. So they at least have to go four more past that. So I think it's just about finding bodies that can play and not get embarrassed at this point and then just uh, try again next year. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Davis, I'm going to go to you next. What do you think about that with Michael Beasley and, and Jamal Crawford? Jason? Well, my, well, Michael Beasley has to do his uh, five-game suspension for <laughs> the first five games. So he's only going to be playing about seven games. Um, but, yeah, I've always thought that Jamal Crawford should have been in uh, on a roster. But um, Michael Beasley shouldn't have. But, yeah. Jamal Crawford definitely should have been on a roster by, by now. I see what you did there. They're going to get swept. I see what you did there, Davis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Miles, Nets gain anything from adding these two guys? I mean, like Matt said, they just need to put bodies out there. Um, Jamal Crawford should be on a team, but he needs to be on a team where he's not going to be a number one or two scoring option, whether it's off the bench or as a starting lineup. Um, I think he would have fit best on like a Houston Rockets that shoots a lot of threes that could use that bench depth. Um, I think that's somewhere Jamal Crawford could have been really good, even on like a Boston Celtics or even on a Philadelphia 76ers. Like these are guys that could have used Jamal Crawford and now he ends up in Brooklyn and you know, Brooklyn's going to be out in the first round. They have no superstars. Their best player on the floor now is Karis LeVert on a team that has Kevin Durant, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyrie Irving, 
uh, DeAndre Jordan. Like that's it's just at this rate, the Nets should be the team to sign Colin Kaepernick. Like, come on. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny, Andrew. You look like you have a stifling opinion over there. Oh, not much. I <laughs> I passed right over the story. It's it really means uh, nothing. Like everyone's saying, like they're not going anywhere. Filling some holes, grasping for straws next year is what it's about. I got to be honest, when I saw the Michael Beasley tapes, it reminded me of Carmelo. So I thought somebody's going to sign them and they're going to look absolutely stupid. So here comes a Michael Beasley Nets experiment. Uh, Matt, or worse, Matt, sorry, I'll let you bring home this topic. What do you think about uh, the Beasles and, uh, and uh, Jace move going to Brooklyn? Well, I've always been a huge Jamal Crawford fan. Um, I'm actually a Clippers fan. And I, I started picking up basketball right right when Blake Griffin was really taking off his rookie year. And then, of course, Chris Paul went there, and it looked good for a second, and then uh, it got rough. It's good again, but um, Jamal Crawford was always one of my favorite guys in those teams. So it's it's just exciting for me for a, from a fan purpose of just watching him some more. Uh, I know he was on the Suns for a while, and I didn't really – I don't think I watched one game of him on the Suns. So I'm excited to see him. Michael Beasley – I mean, they don't mean much for the playoffs and all that. Like, it's not really going to do much. But it's going to be fun to watch uh, Jamal Crawford again. So, All right, that's a good way to wrap up the sound. I knew there was going to be – somebody's got something positive there for Jay Smoove. I, you know, he deserved – I thought he deserved a chance to it. Yeah, I think everybody said that. So, I think he deserved a shot. I just I was hoping to be with a contender. Um, but who knows? Maybe the Nets will shock the world. All right, so true yeah, or right. false – I have been watching the basketball tournament, and it's been amazing. Let me go around the room. Davis, true or false? True. True. You watch it. You like that, huh? You like that uh, the basketball I've only tournament. watched like five games, but they were pretty good, the ones that I watched. All right. So fill in the void. Andrew, you. You're next on my screen. I've watched like a half, and true, I'm excited sports are on, but false, it's not amazing. Miles, you're up next. Fuck is the basketball tournament? <laughs> He's googling it. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> so no, I have not been watching it. <laughs> Lobster Matt, you're up next. Dead. Who, who is it? That's you. That's you, Matt. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Uh, true i have been watching it um a little bit off and on just because it's sports on tv it's not good basketball um but with that said i do like that they uh, set a number to play too i think it's made some of those games pretty close um and pretty intense at the end so it's not great basketball but it's it's all we've got right now very true it's all we got all right i'm going to worst take whichever one of you guys want to take it first um, McConaughey, you take this one. I'm in the same category as Miles. I was not even aware of what this was. <laughs> oh my gosh! Matt, you took the words right out of my it mouth. Happens every oh year, no! Is what it is. <laughs> so, I mean, we had a number one seed up, upset. We had a game-winning slam dunk. I mean, that is. I've watched almost every game. I'm all about the basketball tournament. And if the NBA is anything close to what it's, it's bringing. I'm okay with it, including the coronavirus stipulations. If somebody on your team has coronavirus, the whole team is gone. Totally for that. I hope Houston takes care of All right, so we go to the fourth topic, and that's going to be our final basketball topic, but let's talk about it. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook have opted out of arriving to Orlando before the actual preseason games start. 
it's a trend that's happening amongst stars. LeBron's rumored to be doing it as well as Jason Tatum. So let's talk a little bit about them wanting to stay isolated from everybody until the last possible minute. Is this a good thing or is this a bad thing to see stars not going with the rest of the teams? Um, I'm going to start this one with you, Miles, because I know you get spirited with these kind of opinions on stars. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what to think of it. It could just be like I've seen some of the reasons why guys are staying back. So it's like, yeah, understandable. Uh, I, I forget who it was, but I think someone was a uh, kid was being born. Um, so it's understandable. Obviously stay back for that. But some of these guys, I don't even know if they have a reason. So it, it could just be a collection of stars that some have reasons, some have don't. They don't want to go. It does. It's a little bit worrying if they don't want to go. Because if the stars, if all the stars opt out, then what the fuck happens, right? Right. Do you still play? Do you not play? So hopefully that those guys show up. But I think that you're definitely going to start seeing a couple of those guys opt out. Hopefully not too many, though. I think the biggest thing for the NBA is you want to have containment of, of everybody that's there roster wise, coaches, players, media, whoever is allowed to be in there. You want to have them underneath that bubble as soon as you can so that you can keep control. And with players opting not to come in that, that for me is a big caution flag, like hold up. They not believe it's going to be right for them or what are they trying to do? Um, and what does the NBA do to make sure everybody's there by a certain date? Um, let me go ahead and go with uh, Makana on this one. How do you feel about, uh, you know, older coaches have been allowed to go in there now. Um, all these, all these teams are arriving. Do you feel like this season is a lock? We're going to, we're set on this, or do you feel there's still some caution? People are saying that this season might not happen. I think we're going to have a season. Adam Silver pretty much came out and said that unless something drastic happens, they're not going to have a season, but they, they're going to have a season in my opinion. And I don't think, the late arrivals or anything like that has anything to do with it. Um, I think it's just those players. Maybe they saw the food. Maybe maybe they want to go to the strip club one last time. I don't know the exact reasons behind it. But I know which player that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. He wants to get his jersey retired in another club. Um, but, but, I mean, overall, like, the players, most of them have said that they want to play. They want to figure out who's the champion. And, overall, I think the NBA – was pretty good in terms of how they're dealing with it and moving people in the way that they're doing the testing and isolating players for 48 hours. I actually think it's really smart. I just don't know. It may end up starting later something, but I I'm fairly confident that there will be a season and at least the start of a season. Um, They may like have to stop the season or whatever. Maybe they stop it and it's like the conference finals and then they're like, okay, in two months, we'll just play the conference finals or whatever. I don't know. But I think they'll start the season, but they may have to stop the season if, like, everybody gets coronavirus halfway through the season. Like, they're going to have to stop it. But I think so far, the season's going to start on time. And before I open the floor to this one, I just want to let you guys know, if you haven't been watching the basketball tournament, go flip on again. I'm not promoting the basketball tournament. All I'm going to say is that – um, what they did is they put black curtains around the court, and so it's echoed. So it's an echoed basketball running, and they have everybody mic'd up. It's really cool what they did with it. I mean, yeah, they have the the, the advertisements and everything all over the place, but really cool aspect that they did to try to promote, you know, still the more fun part with no fans in the stands. Um, but let me open the floor. Anybody else worried or have an opinion on uh, whether the NBA season is going to happen or if it's going to stop early? Uh, it might get delayed. That's it. Yeah. I think it will happen. I think it's happening. I mean, they've done all this, put every precaution in place. It's going to happen. 
you know, but like McConnell said, if some crazy outbreak happens, that's the only way it's going to stop. They've already put literally everything in order. They've let people opt out if they don't even want to go. Uh, but to the first question, like, they're just trying to delay it a little bit longer until they're in there for three months because they're going to be there for a while. They're going to have that deep run, the players that are actually waiting to go in. I mean, who wants to be there locked right. up for three months? So I understand it. My last question to y'all was going to be to the Celtics fans on the call, and I'm glad I have a couple because <laughs> Gordon Hayward deciding he will leave the bubble if you, the Celtics are in the finals because his, his son will be born. Um, I mean, obviously, I put family over sports any day of the week. And as fans, you guys okay with that? Do you guys have any sort of uh, know you're obligated because you're under contract type of feeling? I just want to make sure the air is clear. No, that's fucking stupid. Steve oh, might, though. Steve <laughs> might. Steve might. Steve might. Steve might hold oh, it man. against him. No, no. It's this man's family. It's one, something that happens once in a lifetime. Yeah. You I love basketball, sh- but, you know. Yeah, completely. You didn't have a shot against the Rockets anyways. So. Oh. Let's move on to football. Football had some big news coming up. And where were you when you heard it is going to be the theme of our football segment. And you already know what I'm talking about. The Red Raider from Texas Tech got paid. He got a 10-year, $450 million contract extension. No, this is not a worse take. It actually happened. So Patrick Mahomes is now on a 12-year deal. That deal could reach up to $503 million with incentives. So you got the numbers in front of you, and, and, and to actually get to $503 million is almost impossible. He's got to win MVP and go to the Super Bowl every year of that contract to reach 503. So uh, more than likely somewhere between 450 and 503, let's be honest. Um, unless you're a true Mahomes guy, and trust me, you'd make Steve vomit. But let me start this off with <laughs> um, Labster Matt, which is just regular Matt. Matt. How do you feel about Mahomes? Did he deserve the contract? And is he crazy or is he the Scottie Pippen of this, of this decade? I think he could come dangerously close to being the Scottie Pippen of this decade. Ouch. So from what I saw, Peyton Manning and a couple of other quarterbacks about 10 years ago were making half of this. So if the salary cap continues the way it is, if it keeps going up, which who knows, depending on the way this season goes, if there's not a season, it may, it may slow things down as, as far as the salary cap. But he may be due to make more money had he taken a shorter deal, even four or five years, and then just redone it then. I agree. The thoughts of I need to take care of me and my family, nothing is guaranteed. Scotty Pippen ran through my head as I saw the news come across my feed. Worst, Matt, let me get your take on it. What do you think about this Mahomes deal? I think it was a no-brainer, um, like to try to lock him up for a whole bunch. Uh, with that said, I don't know if it makes him a Scotty Pippen like candidate because – if he's dominant, he's just going to say, I want more and they're going to have to give it to him. So I think it's a win for both teams. It's a little bit scary because I recently read that no team has won a super, no quarterback has won a Super Bowl making 14% or more of the cap. So it's a little scary from a Chiefs fan, like for a Chiefs fan from that perspective. Um, and I believe the only guys to win it with that, making at least 12% are Steve Young and Tom Brady. So a little scary for Chiefs fans, but for Mahomes, definitely, definitely a good deal. Now, before I go to my sports scientist, Andrew, you know, you come from a team that's very quarterback heavy and a team that really doesn't give him much help. So let's talk about how, from a Packers perspective, did the Chiefs just screw their next decade of, of a chance for a championship? I'm not going to say that. 
Because <laughs> obviously the Packers are winning the Super Bowl this coming year. Oh my! With Jordan happens. Love though, with Jordan Love, I mean, are we all on the same page with that? Tom, that's three years down the road. That's a project, and I hope you guys saw the rookie ratings. Oh from my Madden. gosh! This is where I mute third, you. Third, <laughs> third ranked rookie quarterback. Where's Justin Herbert at? Oh my gosh! Man, Justin Herbert's behind Tyrod taylor that's why <laughs> that's terrible but honestly Fucking backup quarterback right now <laughs> the chiefs are going to be their roster is still stacked i think the next couple of years they're going to have like because he's only making like 30 max for the next like three years i think then it goes into the 40s and then the 50 at the very end for like the last two years yeah so the way it's structured they're still going to be in contention the next like four or five years and he's i mean it was no-brainer like Matt said, honestly. All right. Now, Miles and Davis, I know you've been chomping at the bit. I'm going to go to you, Davis. How do you feel about Mahomes? Is this a, a win for the Chiefs, a win for Mahomes, or a win for football? Um, it's a win for, for the Chiefs and Mahomes. I mean, like like uh, Matt was saying, um, I don't think he's a Scotty Pippen because, I mean, this, the CBA, the new CBA is, comes out next year, correct? That's why Dak was holding out? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think Patrick Mahomes took it as $500 million now or $700 million next year in case, unless I get hurt. So, I mean, I'd take the $500 million now instead of the $700 million. You got to risk it to get the biscuit. That's yep. the back way. Miles, what do you think? All right. First thing, as I mentioned – on, uh, on, on Frostbite Sports Podcast on Tuesdays on BlueCollarMediaGroup.com. Um, you know, we see a bunch of superstars come out and talk about, oh, I'm going to be a buck for life, says Giannis. I'm going to be a warrior for life, says Stephen Curry. I'm going to be a chief for life, says Patrick Mahomes. And out of those three guys, Patrick Mahomes is the only one to act on it because he goes ahead and tells Kansas City, hey, I'm going to be here for 10 years. Giannis' contract is expiring the year after, so you don't even know about him. Curry's contract's coming up in a couple years, in a few years. Patrick Mahomes came on and just said, all right, I'm, I'm being honest with you guys. I'm going to be a chief for life. Ten years, here we go. I'm taking what I can get now. I know I can make more, but I'm actually committed to the franchise. I'm actually committed to winning for this team. Not only that, but now this gives the Chiefs ten years of planning. Whereas if you sign a quarterback for four years, you don't know. He might leave. Uh, the contract situation might become heated. They might want more money. You don't want to pay him you got 10 years of stability now. You can plan the rest of your contracts for that. You know absolutely how to plan for this possible dynasty that the Chiefs are going for. The second thing I want to mention is that I saw an article by The Score talking about all the quarterbacks that have had 10-year-plus contracts. And the best seasons from those quarterbacks came right after they signed the contract. Normally the first couple, few seasons end up actually being really good. Some of the best that those quarterbacks had played. Uh, namely like Donovan McNabb, uh, Dante Culpepper. McNabb went to the Super Bowl the year, uh, the year after he signed his 10-year contract. So you never know with that. But after those few years, their contracts fizzled out, their skill fizzled out. Those guys never finished their contracts. Not a single one of those guys finished their 10-year contracts with any of the teams they signed, Brett Favre included, obviously, because he decided that he wanted to retire 30 million times. Um, so... It, there's a bit of concern um you know there, it's not a good track record and track records can be broken and you, you got to see how the Chiefs plan and how the Chiefs play but I'd be worried after the first couple of years that Mahomes 
or the Chiefs are going to go into a worse place than they are right now. McCon, I'm going to let you bring this home for us. I know you've been sitting there patiently, and I appreciate it. What's the worst take on this? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Patrick Mahomes. I love his game. I love watching the Chiefs. But my issue with that, I mean, first of all, Patrick Mahomes, I think he deserved the contract. Um, I think he's the best. I will say the best player in football. He may be number two behind Aaron Donald, depending on what you value. But (laughs) my issue with the contract is Patrick Mahomes has already gotten injured in his career. And he takes big hit. He he's a flashy player. He takes risks. And when you look at when you look at guys that have very long successful careers, it's not the guys that like to roll out of the pocket, make the really flashy throws, make the make the deep extending plays, do all that stuff. What happens? Because those are the Tom Brady's, the Drew Brees, the Peyton Mannings. Now, when you look at the quarterback position of guys that like to move around, that like to roll out. It's, I think Aaron Rodgers has had the longest career of anybody like that. And other than Aaron Rodgers, then it's like, like Russell Wilson, like, and he's already taken hits and he's already been hurt. And obviously you don't want to hope for injury for any player. I obviously hope he wants to stay safe, but he's a guy that takes risks. He took a huge hit in the Super Bowl. I mean, he's somebody that wants to win at all costs and he's going to put his body on the line. And while that's great when he, when it works out, eventually it won't work out. Um, everybody eventually takes that big hit and hopefully, hopefully he doesn't, hopefully he, um, stops taking those hits. But I mean, I, I, I see it as a risk for the, for the chiefs. I don't, I don't see it as a super team friendly deal, but that's my take on it. That's a good take. I mean, we just say though, Scotty Pippen was seven years, 18 million. This is way out of that league. So I think we need to drop that part. That's do we? Do we though? Let me give you guys a, a, I'm going to give you guys three players' names. All right, three players' names. Give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. You can do it physically. You can give it to me on the on the Zoom chat. Did this help or hurt them for their contract talks? Let me start. Deshaun Watson. I've got. Four thumbs ups and two thumbs downs if you're listening with us. And I've and if you're watching, obviously it's just repetitive for you. All right, I'm gonna choose one thumbs down and one thumbs up. Let me go with uh I we just heard from McConnell. Let's go Miles Y down. Because I think a lot of people see Deshaun in that same realm as Mahomes because they came from the same draft class. They've kind of been progressing together. Um, I think that with where Houston is, they have quite a bit of money. I believe. I just worry that Deshaun, like McConnell mentioned, Deshaun's like takes the big hits. Mahomes takes every fucking game. Hell, every half. So mm-hmm. if he ends up signing a contract like that, that's going to screw whoever he signs with, whether it's Houston, fucking New England, if you're Steve. <laughs> um, oh my God. But at the same time, that also sets a lofty expectation because, like I said, he's mentioned in that same realm. When you think Patrick Mahomes, who's the next quarterback, you think a lot of people will end up saying Deshaun Watson just because same draft class and, like I said, progressing together. So you never know. It, it could give him that expectation that he can make more than he should be making, especially with how risky he is. It's a much bigger risk for Deshaun. Now, Davis seemed hyped about this, so I'm going to go with Davis for the thumbs up. Why did it help him? 
Well, like Miles said, they're from the same draft class and they're progressing together. So the Texans are going to pay him for what they want out of Mahomes. So it's it's going to give him a, a probably a bigger deal than Dak. Before I even go to Dak, because that's my next one. Thanks, Davis. Good segue. Is well. if you replace Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes on opposite teams, do they have the same accolades? No. Double down. Everybody's big on Mahomes on this one. All right. Just had to ask it. All right. Did it help or hurt Dak Prescott? Thumbs up for yes. Thumbs down for no. In what way? In what way? That that he'll get a contract done with the Cowboys. Oh no! Fuck no! <laughs> oh, oh, no, he's gonna get paid now. Someone's someone's stupid enough to pay him, but it won't be the Cowboys. All right, I've got two yeses and four noes, so I'm gonna go worst Matt and then regular Andrew. Even though there's no other Andrew on here, so we'll go worst Matt against Andrew, and we'll start off with Andrew on this one. He's a yes. Yeah, I mean, it's helping all quarterbacks across the league, first of all. And then the style. I mean, Dak's consistent, even though I hate the Cowboys and with every you know ounce of in my being. Before you but said the rest of that, him. what was that first part? He's consistent. Okay, we'll go out. Okay, we'll edit out the rest. Go ahead and keep going. <laughs> but honestly, it's going to help every quarterback in the league, let alone a, a more mobile quarterback like Dak. I mean, he's going to get his money. Jerry knows it. it. It's just time. Probably next year after they, you know, tag him this year. Did you just say Dak's more mobile than Mahomes? No, he's just a mobile quarterback. He Uh-oh. can actually move. Okay. He's not a Andy yeah. Dalton. Yeah, more oh, mobile. Okay. Worse, Matt, pocket. what do you think? I So right when this deal happened, I was talking to my uncle who's a Cowboys fan, and he immediately went, oh, crap. Like, we're probably going to lose Dak. Because he just didn't think that he's – they don't – I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, you don't want to get Dak for this crazy deal. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the in the league. Dak's borderline top ten. Like, you can make the case for, you can make the case against. He's right around that. You don't want to give this quarterback – and I think he's where he is. I don't think he's getting any better. Now, if they have him for this season and he doesn't if, – if they're not a conference championship team, I think they should let him walk or at least try to get, trade them or do something. But I, I don't know. They have a perfect offense around them, and I don't really see a Dak-Andy Dalton switch. Like, if you have Andy Dalton starting, they can still make the playoffs. So how much better does Dak make that team? I don't think it's that crazy, and I don't think the Cowboys think that he's that great to give him that kind of deal. I just think he's going to end up somewhere else. One thing I want to add real quick is that – if there's anyone that's going to pay Dak that money, I guarantee this is what's going to happen. Watch next year when the New York Jets shell out $500 million for Dak Prescott because oh Sam Darnold gosh. sucks fucking ass. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's terrible. Probably the it's Patriots. still going to help him, though. He's, he's still going to get his money. Someone's get his money him. somewhere, yeah. I think for me, it's, it's a – and this is coming from somebody who follows Dallas Cowboys. It's, it's, a, it's the contract length that was a big problem, and now it has to be five years because it has to be at least half of what the extension Mahomes got from it. And, and now we can't flirt with the four unless he has a terrible year, and we decide to ride that bus, which I don't even want to talk about. So um, let's talk – let's switch the topic because I'm getting worked up inside, okay? Let's switch the topic. Let's talk about college football. Um, some programs – have have now stopped training the ivy league will not be competing in the fall let me go ahead and get your level of confidence everybody give me your number um 
what, on a level of confidence of one to 10, does the college football season happen? I'll start with you, Makana. What do you got on this one? I'm a huge college football fan, but I, I, I don't see it really happening just because the schools I think will, I mean, I think the athletic programs will want to have it happen, but I think the schools will probably be closing down campuses or something like that. And the NCAA will have to step in. I believe the big 10 um, made a rule where you cannot play out of conference teams, which canceled some games. I know, I think Ohio state was supposed to play Oregon. Um, and that, that's, that's just the start. Um, I know Stanford canceled 11 of their um, college sports. I mean, they're just starting to take them down one by one. College football will be the last sport to go just because it's by far the most popular, but I, I, I love college football, but I, I don't think it's happening. I don't. Perfect. So on a level of one to 10, what would you give it confidence wise? A three, a three. He's going with a three. All right, Davis, I'm going to ask you one to 10 confidence. The college football happens this year. An, an eight. I got an, I got an wow. eight. You got an eight. Um, wow. He just and wants to see Oklahoma state. <laughs> yeah. Get, get into the final four. That's right. Um, well, what, what, <laughs> What I think is going to happen is uh, no. You could just stop talking the, there. No, no you can just stop there. No, you can just stop there. You said Oklahoma the worst State take. Final Four. You can there's just the stop worst there. take so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Davis. That's okay. Tell us what you got to say. Well, um, after I was really interrupted by Miles, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think the uh, Power Five is just going to go on. No one else. It's just gonna be the power five because that's too much money that the that the schools are losing, that it's not coming back to them. Um, the, I just think it's gonna be the power five. A lot of smaller schools would lose out on a lot of money if that happened too. Yeah, that that would be the sad part. A lot of programs would suffer from that. Uh, worse, Matt. Before I go to the labsters, what do you think? Confidence level one to ten. So, like uh, Davis just said, money talks, and I think that the power five especially SEC schools and, you know, like the Big Ten, I don't see how their programs survive without playing. Like, they have to play. Um, with that said, if there's laws that are enforced where they can't play, obviously they won't be able to. So I'm probably around like a six, but it's, it's a tough one. But I just think that if it's possible that they can have it, it's going to happen. All right, let me get 30-second wrap-ups on this new segment. Let me start with other Matt. How do you feel about the confidence level, one to ten? I'll go seven um, for the reasons that everyone's been saying. People are too financially reliant on college football. And as an alum of an SEC school, I mean, I've I've read that them say that uh, they'll if the SEC is the only conference that'll play, then they'll play it and crown an SEC champion. So um, in some form, I think they'll at least start the season. Making it through the season will be tough, but I think that we'll at least get the start of a season. I mean, you've already done your intro. What SEC school, Matt? Alabama. <laughs> oh, okay. That's great. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow, that's great. How about, you, how about you, Andrew? I'm not too confident. Honestly, the news is going to keep trickling in that more and more conferences are going to, you know, call it quits. Ivy League, Big Ten's doing only in-conference games due to travel and restrictions there. But your Power Five, for sure, it's going to start. I think you just have to protect – the young players that have bright futures in the end. I mean, the schools in general, like you all have been saying, really are dependent on how much money this brings in. 
the it's just you got to protect those players. I agree, Miles. I saved you best for last. How, what are you? What's your confidence level at? I want to put it at a seven, and I think that three. Oh yeah, three. I, I think Ivy League is the only conference that's not going to play because Ivy League doesn't value sports as highly as academics. Other conferences very highly value sports because a lot of programs are built on that. So even if it's just one or two programs from those conferences trying to fight to get sports playing, they will play, guaranteed. And especially Power 5. You can guarantee Power 5 football is going to be around this year. Um, and that's good because I'm a fucking huge Kentucky fan and I need to see Kentucky play because this is Kentucky's year, baby. What, go 6-6? Six and six? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, here we go. Oklahoma here State chatting shit can't even get ranked. Okay. When was the last time Kentucky won the SEC? Nah, I mean, it's been a while, but when was like you're not gonna win you guys, anything for fucking years? Did you guys hear that siren? That's right. It's a guy from Pittsburgh, lead hockey analyst and co-founder of the Blue Collar Media Group. Twitter handle at Steel Curtain Peh. The man with the most interesting name in the world, just Paul. How's it going, buddy? Oh, you know, little country roads take me home right now. uh, On the road again here. But I want to chime in on this. You guys aren't saying anything. We're going to have spring college football, boys. That's what we're going to have. And all the the top top 90, top 100 guys are going to sit out. That's what what we're going to have. Yep. That's a good prediction, Paul. And, uh, Appreciate you joining us from the road. I'm going to have that song stuck in my head this entire show. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, I also agree. I think Power Five conferences will play, and any university in the states of California, Florida, and Texas should play. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can't, can't do it without my UTSA Roadrunner football. That's going to wrap up our news and take us right into our food. Oh, yeah? That's what it's going to do? <laughs> Ernest. Ernest dead. Dead. <laughs> All right, so I'm taking over for into the lab today. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, quickly, quickly, uh, worst take. Take on. This is your show now. Come on, let's go. Uh, just start doing something. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I believe the worst take I heard on this show happened to be something about Oklahoma State being a top four. <laughs> Uh, team at the end of the year. Whoa, whoa, bring whoa, that whoa. up. Say, announce that no, as the just... dedicated worst take so far. No, 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 no. Get out of here. What do you mean? Top Oklahoma four State if five died. teams played. Whatever. I'll just let y'all see. Yeah, I'll just yeah. Let y'all we'll, see. we'll stay asleep, all right? <laughs> Man, did you guys even have Returning, a like, draft pick in the past three years? Yeah. No, oh, they had that great guy, uh, Rudolph. He was so good. He turned out great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I especially loved when his head was bashed. That was really fun to watch. <laughs> That's funny. The the oh, you guys guy. also had that great basketball player that came in. He was really hyped, right? <laughs> turned out great. Hey, Marcus Smart? Oh, yeah. Excellent. NBA hey, I was talking Marcus about Marcus Smart. Smart. I was talking about a much higher hey, overall. Who, who? The number one recruit in the nation came to us? Is that, is that what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. You guys they'll, can't they'll even play in the freaking so postseason. <laughs> you guys can't even play. Yo, so much. Hold up, hold up, hold up. 
There's nothing for Oklahoma State basketball to contend for this year. You guys have a postseason ban. They're going to be the UCF. National champions. We went <laughs> on half our games, but we declared national championships because we weren't allowed to play in March Madness. Ma- Miles, is just ba- Miles is just mad that we stole uh, stole the number one recruit from Kentucky. Oh, so, oh yeah. I'm oh. so upset about having the number two or number one. That's going to ruin class. Kentucky. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I think I'm really actually upset about that. Oh, sorry. BJ Boston's calling? Oh, got to go take that. Be right back. <laughs> Miles sucks. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dre. Dre, this is Dre. Come on and uh, sponsor the ITL watch along because Ernest isn't here. Ernest's internet's got destroyed, so you gotta take over. <laughs> Dude, I forgot about the pod, man. I, that's why I just logged in. <laughs> Fuck, it's already 920. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's watching, I'm getting bullied by uh, Miles. So You're, Not just me. Not just me. Don't help me here. Well, I don't what, even know what, what the other was... guy's name is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Hey, people don't know Banksy's name, so I'll take that. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just I'm just really passionate about uh sports, so and my cowboys. So that's I like to take that, that's why you're getting bullied. Now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Dre, you gotta you gotta you gotta take over now, man. All right, so into the lab. Uh, <laughs> we're 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 organizing uh, hang hangout night with the boys. Uh, it is going to be on Saturday. No, wait. Fuck. When was the day? Was it Friday? Friday twenty fifth. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a Friday. I think it was a Friday. Friday twenty fifth at nine p.m. Eastern. Saturday twenty fifth. Saturday. I'm looking at the calendar, man. Oh yeah. Too early. I'm allowed to make this mistake. Yeah, you're from the future. You're from the future. All right, so uh, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it again. Ernest can edit this shit out. <laughs> All right, so let, let, let's be serious then. Uh, end of the lab is organizing a night nights out with the boys, or actually night in with the boys, and. We are going to do a watch along. We're going to pick a game from the 70s or 80s, and we're just going to watch it and comment on it and hang out. And for those of us that drink, we will drink. Those of us that smoke will smoke. And if we get hungry, we'll fucking eat a pizza or, in Steve's case, a lot of chips. But uh, (laughs) it will be on Saturday, 25th at... 9 p.m. Eastern. So if you guys want to join us and have a good time, uh, you know what to do. Be on the lookout for, uh, I guess, the Sports Genes link, and you'll be able to join. So be there. Cool. Yeah, we'll be doing some giveaways and stuff, Dre, from Blue Collar, and, uh, you know, have a good time at night. So definitely join us.
Indeed. Well, if all it took was for me to get kicked off to get everybody here, I would have left a long time ago. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Come back and it's like double the size of the Brady Bunch. As there usual, he is. Glad to see everybody. Glad we're all having fun. Right into our featured segment, which is our trivia, our home and home. God knows if I finished that ad for SATX rated, so I'm just going to move on. Home and home trivia. If you're joining us or you've been watching, you've been waiting all night for this. I see the great, or the, I'm sorry, the general Steve Reisner has joined us as well as Dre Rogers. Appreciate you, fellas. Tonight's contest is ITL versus Worst Take versus the Labsters in a doubles tournament type style trivia segment. So we are excited. $25 gift cards on the line. Let's introduce who our competitors are. Representing ITL is going to be Davis Cordova. And Steve Reisner. Wait, you I'm... better win, Steve. <laughs> you didn't tell me I was doing trivia this week. Yep, this is your surprise. <laughs> Terrible takes. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going up against the worst take, which is worse Matt and worse Makana. Really excited to have you guys on. Yeah, hopefully we're not the worst at trivia. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, the Lapsters, which are the most important people to introduce, Andrew Jaynes and Matthew Posey. Thank you guys for joining us and trying to win that gift card. Yep. Anything for something free, right? That's right. That's what it's all about. That's America right there. All right. So if we're talking about how, what the rules are, here it goes. Ten questions. There's some bonus points in those questions, but ten questions, each worth a point each. Uh, we will keep track of the score. Miles is our official watcher, so he will be looking at everybody's screens. If he sees you're cheating, you're disqualified from the question, so hands off the keyboard. Dre and Paul are here for good fun, and then let's hope that this doubles match is memorable, boys. It'll be multiple choice. You have five seconds after the last choice is given. I'm going to go around the room asking for your answer. Here we go. Question number one. If I didn't say it already, this is an NFL trivia. So NFL trivia for today. All right. So question number one, this fran I'm sorry, which franchise has played in Cleveland, Los Angeles, and St. Louis? A, Browns, B, Colts, C, Rams, or D, Eagles? Let's start with the Lapsers. Take it away, Matt. I'm thinking Rams. Rams. Going Rams for the Lapsters. Let's go worst take. I'm going to go with uh, the Eagles. Send it. Why not? Eagles. All right. We're sick with the Eagles. ITL. Steve, what do you think? Uh, I want to go Browns, but I yeah. don't really know. Yeah. No, Browns. wait. Two seconds. Yeah, I guess. All right. The answer are the are Rams. So it is, the, it is the Rams. The oh, are you guys kidding me with the Browns? Lapster's taking early. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just got off the train, man. I wasn't even listening. Paul is so excited. Yeah, I didn't want to disagree with the I missed something, right? <laughs> Steve has gotten Paul heated. Let's go to question number two. In what city did the Washington Redskins originally play? A, Boston, B, Baltimore, C, Dallas or D, New York City. Oh man, I was good when you know the answer to trivia and you can't answer. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna start with the worst take on this one. 
five seconds. I'm gonna boys. go. I'm gonna go Baltimore. Baltimore for worst take. ITL. No. I'm gonna say Baltimore as well. <clears throat> I don't want to say Baltimore. Good. You got but... five seconds, ITL. Fuck. Ah, uh, Dallas. Because it's not Baltimore. I need one answer from y'all. Y'all have to agree. Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Whatever. All right, they're going Dallas. Dallas. ITL goes Dallas. Worst take goes Baltimore. Labsters, what do you got? I was thinking Baltimore, Matt. What do you got? Yeah, I'm good with Baltimore. Oh, fellas. The answer is Boston. Steve! What? It is Boston. What? Wow, Steve. Uh, See, I don't don't, don't claim that team. I don't don't, don't (laughs) claim Boston Redskins and their racist imagery. You have. We we will race that from our history. Let me let me let me let me give you guys a chance to redeem yourselves. What year? No, this is embarrassing. Steve has to quit now. Name me one year that the that that the Washington Redskins original franchise that was in Boston played there. Just give me one year. Oh no, dude. I yeah, I don't even know. I only know about when fucking Sullivan got the fucking team and didn't even have a stadium. And it, it wasn't called the Redskins when. Let me Sullivan go around the room. The Lapsters. We're going with – you got it. 51. 1951 for the Labsters. Worst take. 47. 47. ITL. 49. 49. It was 1932 to 1937. That's all right. Labsters keep a one-point lead going into question three. Here we go. Here's a good one for y'all. The 1972 Houston Oilers finished their season 1-13. Which AFC North team handed them their biggest loss? A, the Pittsburgh Steelers. B, the Baltimore Ravens. C, the Cleveland Browns. Or D, the Cincinnati Bengals. Starting with ITL. Maybe the Bengals, Steve? Yeah, maybe Pittsburgh seems too easy, so I don't want to yeah. go with Pittsburgh. So ITL going with the Bengals. All right, Lapsters. Uh, we're gonna go Steelers. We're gonna go the obvious. The obvious. All right, they're going obviously Steelers. Worst take. You're up. I'm thinking the Browns, but what do you think, that's, Matt? That's what I was thinking too. Okay. And worst take taking the rounds. I like the nobody pick each other's answers for the point. I love it. It is the <laughs> Bengals and ITL yes. gets on the board <laughs> with a point. You guys don't be too fret yet. Now the score was the biggest blowout of the season for those Oilers. They really did suck. Can anybody oh, get shit. either of the scores? Wait, 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 say that again. Give me the winner score or give me the loser score. I just need one of the scores. You get an extra point. Um... 52 to 7. All right, going 52 to 7 for ITL Lapsters. 34. Yeah, go. 34 to 3. And let me go worst take. I want to say 31 to 9. It was 61 to 17. 61 to 17. It was nasty. It was nasty. There was no mercy. Last game of the season, too, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, it was terrible. All right, so the scoreboard currently, Lapsters, and tied for the lead with one, ITL with one. Worst take was zero. But trust me, fellas, it's going to get a lot fun, a lot more fun for you guys. All right. A lot fun. A lot of fun. That's that that, that Texas education. (laughs) 
Who was the first Philadelphia Eagle to rush for more than 1,500 yards? A, Herschel Walker. B, Wilbert Montgomery. C, Wiki Waters. D, Steve Van Buren. I'm going to start this one with lobsters. I'd fucking drop the ball here. Matt, I trust. We'll go C, because that's my, that's my go-to, and I don't know. Okay, he's going Ricky Waters for the Lapsters. Let me go worst take. I was thinking Steve, but what do you, what do you think, Matt? It's all you. You take it. Okay, I'll go with Steve. Steve Van Buren for worst take. ITL. Yes. Uh, you take what do you Steve. think, Davis? I, I don't know. I have no clue. Ah. Uh, I want to say Van Buren, but see the Van Buren award is uh, Van Buren. And ITL takes Van Buren. Nobody gets a point for that one. It was Wilbert Montgomery, the Philadelphia Wilbert, Eagle. That is regular Matt. How do you feel about missing your own team's question? Not good. I was nervous about it when you said an Eagles question was in here because I knew. It was <laughs> That's okay. Your partner's about to be put on the spot. What were the Green Bay Packers originally called? A the Indian Packers, B, the, Ac- the Acme Packers, C, the Bellevue Packers, or D, the Hagemeister Packers? I'm going to start with worst take on this one. Was it Be- Belma- Belma? Bellevue? Bellevue? Bellevue is a, is a I think it's Bellevue. This sounds right. Yeah. Worst take trying their luck at Bellevue. ITL, you're next. It's either B or C. I, it, I'm – I'm pretty sure it's Bellevue. Um, you want to go with Bellevue? Yeah. All yeah, right, Bellevue. fuck it. We're going with Bellevue. ITL <laughs> going with Bellevue. Let me go, Lapsters. Resident Packer. Matt, I was thinking either Bellevue or Acme. What are you thinking? Acme. Yep. Lapsters going Acme? Lapsters yep. confident and nobody gets a point again. They were the uh, Indian Packers. Could you believe touch, that? That's Touch. Wow, that that's a good franchise. See, now, see that, 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 that sounds like that sounds they too changed. racist. Now the only reason they were the Indian Packers because they were they were actually owned by the uh, the uh, Indian Packing Company at the time. They called them the Indian Packers. Now I'm going to give you guys a chance for a bonus point. Don't go away from this question. What year did the Green Bay Packers uh, start as the Indian Packers? I'll start with the Lapsters on this one. We're going with. 30, 1930. All right. And worst take? I was thinking 27, but Matt, do you have another answer? That's the All exact right. number I was thinking. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, worst take's on the same page there. ITL, how are you feeling? Mm, I was thinking like 29, 28, maybe. 1919 is the answer for that one. So we are at a very difficult point in this trivia where it's one lapsters, one ITL, zero for worst take. Now, I mean, they told you in the beginning it could be the worst trivia, but we're not there yet. Let's, let's switch it to a little bit more current times. In the NFL, who led in fantasy points in 2018? A, Lamar Jackson, B, Ezekiel Elliott, C, Tom Brady, or D, Patrick Mahomes? I'll start with ITL on this one. Elliott, right? Fantasy points in 2018. I want to go Mahomes. Five seconds to to deliver. Mahomes was uh, 2018. He threw 50 touchdowns. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes Mahomes for ITL. Lapsters. 
It was either Elliott or Mahomes. Was that when he threw 50? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the, the year Patriots, he had... Steve, you don't want to help them. 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 I'm trying to help you here, Steve. Oh, uh, yeah. Shit. Steve, what the hell? <laughs> they, I want to talk about beating Kansas City and Arrowhead. Yeah, Five go seconds. Going yeah. Mahomes for Labsters. How about you, worst take? Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. I believe he had like 335. That is correct. Everybody gets a point. Worst take gets on the board. They look relieved. Don't hear, you didn't hear it from me, fellas. 2-2-1, two, two, ITL Lapsters tied at the top, but worst take right on their heels. Let's go video games like last week. What is the Woo! first year that Madden released a video game? A, 1993, B, 1990, C, 1995, or D, 2000? I will start with Lapsters on this one. It's early. It's not 2000. No, we're Talking going out, fellas. 93 was an option, right? Five seconds. Yeah, 93. They're choosing 93. Worst take going to you. Was 1989 an option? It's uh, it's oh. hidden in there. Or, or 90? I mean, that's the that's answer choice B. 90 is answer choice B. Uh huh. Then I'll go with B. Worst take going with B. Let me go to ITL. It's 1990. I'm, I'm, I'm 90% sure it's 90. ITL going 90. What is the first year that Madden released a video game? It is 1990. That is yes. the answer. ITL pulls ahead, and the Labsters are tied now for a second with worst take. Worst take looking to pull some momentum as they're going through with this. Let's talk, quarter, let's talk quarterbacks. Yep, yep. Let's talk quarterbacks, and I'm sure – uh, Steve can relate to this one over the recent years, but how many quarterbacks have started in the NFL over the age of 40? A, 10, B, 12, C, 13, or D, 15? I'm going to start with worst take. I was thinking 14, but Matt, if you have a different answer, go for it. Uh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> So it's between 13 or 15. I don't have a 14 choice. Oh, then 13. 13 for worst Sorry. take. ITL. What do you think, Davis? Because these all sound fucking high, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it was 12 an option? 12 is an option. Yeah, yeah let's go, go 12. I'm picking 12. All right, ITL picking 12. Lapsters look dazed and confused, but that's okay. The lights went out for Andrew. I'm not sure if his thoughts went out. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking way lower than all these. So, Matt, um, I was honestly thinking like three. <laughs> What'd you pick? I'm sorry, I missed it. 13. 13. Yeah, the answer is 15. So, the highest choice, actually. That is such a surprising number to me as well. I don't have the list of them. It just is 15. Just take my word for it. I was going to trick you guys and try to go none of the above, but that would have that would have been bad. All right. So, number nine. Well, before I go to number nine, let's talk about the score here. ITL is holding on to a very grim lead of 3-2-2. Um, very surprised that we're this low. I thought I made this trivia pretty easy, but this is going to be the moment of truth for you guys. It really is the worst trivia segment. I appreciate worst take living up to the hype. This is perfect. I love it. So let's talk about number nine. Who is the NFL's all-time leading receiver? A, Jerry Rice. B, Terrell Owens. C, Larry Fitzgerald or D Randy Moss. 
I'll start with the Lapsers. What's up? Jerry Rice. Yeah. Jerry Rice for the Lapsers. I'm pretty confident in that. Worst take. How are you feeling about that? Jerry. Take it. You're the Niners fan. It's Jerry Rice. It, he is confident with Jerry Rice. ITL, are you going to write that confidence? Are you switching it up? Yeah, it's Jerry Rice. Ain't nobody touching 22,000 yards. Nope. Wow. Well, there you go. Everybody gets a point. So 4-3-3 is the score. And Steve alluded to it already, but here's a bonus point scenario, which is coming crucial time. Who can name me how many yards? And I will start with ITL since Steve is all 22, over 22,888. Book it. Steve is at 22,888 lapsters. Well, that's I'm, for an extra point, though, 22,000. I feel pretty confident. <laughs> yeah, 22,888. Wow, they're, they're, they're going 22,888 yeah. also. <laughs> Worst take. Are you going with that confidence? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they are all Steve. T- I, I think I'm just going to give everybody the point. The answer is actually 22,895. So nobody oh, really gets a point. But, but it's so close. I'm going to give everybody a point. So now the score oh, is 5-4-4 four, four <laughs> because Steve couldn't stop talking. Let's go oh, with yeah. question number 10. This is do or die for most of you guys as we don't want to have a tiebreaker situation. So let's go into it. Number 10, what is the oldest stadium being used? And what is the oldest stadium being used by an NFL team? All right, so what is the oldest stadium still being used today? And what is the oldest stadium still being used by an NFL team today? Okay, so, we got to get more than five seconds. You guys can talk it out. <laughs> you guys can talk it out. I'm going to give you the answer choices. A, Soldier Field and Lambeau Field. B, Lambeau Field and Soldier Field. C, Soldier Field and Arrowhead Stadium, or D, the L.A. Coliseum and Lambeau Field? Davis, what do you think? While you guys think about it amongst yourselves, Mm. let me give you clarification on the question in case it wasn't clear enough. One stadium was built not for NFL purposes, but it started as a collegiate stadium. Then it turned into an NFL stadium. Another stadium was just built for the NFL team, and it's it's been used ever since. That sounds like D. All right, let's I'm go with that. Sure. If do you like it, or I, I mean, I'm going to start with worst take on this one. I was thinking A, but Matt, if you have a different answer, no, I'm pretty sure it's the Coliseum in Lambo. Worst take going with A. No, no, no. The, the no. Coliseum in Lambo. D. Worst Coliseum take in Lambo. Okay, so worst take is going with D. ITL. D. ITL is going with D. Labsters. We got to be different because we need to uh, make up a point. That's um, true. Coliseum was built for the Olympics. So we're going to actually go A. They are going with A. The answer. It is A, and the Lapsters get the tie on the last question. Soldier Field was initially built for a college team and then turned into a football team for the Chicago Bears. Thank you. Okay, somebody was going to say, yeah. And then, of course, Lambeau Field was for that other cheese team. So let's talk about the tiebreaker situation. Worst take, you're going to have to watch along as we see these guys duke it out. Um, Now, I did mention that uh, we had – 
the all-time leading receiver, Jerry Rice, as one of our um, all-time leading receivers or is the all-time leading receiver. Who is second? Julio Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no oh. answer choices. Who is second? Ooh. I'm, giving, I'm, I'm giving you 10 seconds. Are you are you designating a team? Or can we just uh, lapsers? You go first. Tony Gonzalez. Who? Tony Gonzalez. Ooh. Just receivers. Mm. Oh, just receivers. I guess receivers. Larry Fitzgerald. Sure. ITL ten seconds. And you got Steve. <sighs> Moss or Fitzgerald, but I don't know. Maybe maybe Owens. Fuck. I'm thinking Moss. I feel like he's right there, but it's mm-hmm. ah shit. Go up, Moss. Hey, can we put an answer in just for fun? <laughs> sure. I think it's T.O. All right. So worst worst take. Trying it's to Moss. get a second it's second Moss. place second place uh, affiliation. Uh, you're, you're looking at ITL trying to solidify this win and keep the gift cards out of the hands of the listeners and the listeners trying to make the comeback. Who is it? It is Larry Fitzgerald. The Lasters Woo! pull the win in the upset in the end. That is 17,083 yards for Larry Fitzgerald. The winners of today's session is the Lasters. I'm going to go ahead and give the mic to the Matt Posey first to talk about their win. Tell us, Matt, 30 seconds. How do you feel? Uh, the wind feels great. I was thinking uh, catches probably when I said Tony Gonzalez. So I'm uh, glad you clarified there, but this feels good. No worries. Don't let it happen again. Andrew, 30 seconds. How do you feel? Victory feels great. We're spot. We should have been on that Warzone team of yours, but it's all right. <laughs> but go, Pat, go. Celtics are going to restart. Definitely next time, Andrew. And enjoy the win. You won't get too many during this bubble season. All right. So, second place was ITL. I'm going to start off with yeah. David. Where's David? Don't, David's don't, don't, don't start off with him. Start off with the dumbass who thought the Cleveland Browns played Los Angeles. Davis, Davis left, Eric. I'm gonna start. I'm just gonna go with Steve. Steve, you got second place in your own in your own trivia game here. Talk to me a little bit. How do you feel? I fucking told you that before I was on trivia, you have to tell me that I'm on trivia and give me the answer. Yeah. It would not. The Cleveland Browns didn't play in Los Angeles, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I man. just winged it on that one. Steve won't hear the end of it. Let me bring on our guest first take. You, gotta... you missed the Boston question. Oh, oh, man. Steve is getting pummeled right now. Steve, take a break. <laughs> take a lap, too. Dude, I can't, I can't believe Whoa. the winners did not, did not say suck it, Steve. That's, that's, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You have to rub it on, on his face. <laughs> you cut my 30 seconds off, Ernest. Oh, I'm so sorry, Andrew. Do you have something up? <laughs> oh, so I can see if there it is. <laughs> God damn it. Worst, Matt. Worst, McConaughey. I'm going to get you guys in here now. How, how do you guys feel? Got a close third. Not going to lie. It was just a point. How are you guys feeling? Well, I mean, I said A on the last question, and Matt was so confident <laughs> that he changes our answer. It's true. To not be correct. So, uh, you suck, Matt. You it's are okay. the worst, Matt. It's okay. The last question, neither of us said fits, so it wouldn't have mattered. That's true, too. That's true. Inevitable. Inevitable. I'll, I will tell you this, though. This 
trivia segment was brought to you by Taquito Express, where you can get all-you-can-eat tacos for $7.99 down in beautiful Brownsville, Texas, where I hope you guys are staying safe because there are a lot of coronavirus cases down there. Just get it to go. Don't go inside. All right. Oh, if you do mention ITL, you do get 10% off, though. Enjoy those tacos. All right. So we get to the featured segment over. And uh, congratulations, Andrew, Matt. You'll be getting some DMs from the general Steve Reiser himself, the man that you took out um and the trivia so steve that's got to feel a little bit like vinegar in the womb or or salt in the womb whatever you guys say in your own place if you if you felt like you were watching this and you could beat these guys which for tonight's episode i wouldn't be surprised if you really felt that way paul's kicking himself for some reason all you have to do is comment hashtag elm because we have to hand out 50 bucks because of me that's why he's fucking kicking himself or submit a request on www.thesporting.com and get a chance to be on the show next week dre has issued a challenge out he is the sports scientist running trivia as uh, wrestling with reality will be on here and it'll be wrestling with reality against Dre Rogers against a lapster. And so we will see <coughs> guest pod next week. Um, but don't forget that you can always sign up for the NBA trivia and get a jersey of your choice that is being sponsored by Blue Collar, Blue Collar Media for our August 1st episode. So if you want a chance to do this again, Lapsters, go up there, go hashtag ELM, and you want a chance to win your favorite team's jersey. I know you have one on, Andrew. Um, but if you want to support a team that will win this year like the Rockets, you can always grab one of those. And we appreciate you. So – Let's go to our last segment of the night, which is um, worst take. I'm glad you're here because Steve has terrible takes on Twitter. So you get to hear him <laughs> rant a little bit of what really pisses him off. So let's go to some comedic relief from Steve. Oh, if it was comedic, I wouldn't be that pissed off. Actually, I guess I kind of <laughs> am. All right. So uh, first up, I have um, somebody who is telling me that the Patriots dynasty of the 2000s cannot compare to the Colts dynasty of the 2000s when, you know, the Colts went one and done nine times in the playoffs. Apparently now they explained it um, to have a dynasty. You just need to have hall of fame players on your team. And that, and then you're a dynasty now, I guess. I, uh, when did we change the meaning of that word? I, that's 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 the part that's fucking bothering me. There, I, I always thought you had to win like three, four Super Bowls or something. Now it's just, hey, we had some Hall of Famers, dynasty. <sighs> Steve, you feel good about that ten-year contract for Mahomes, dynasty? All right, here's my thing. I don't trust ten-year contracts in the NFL because the ten-year contracts hardly ever pan out. And you can go read my article on bluecollarmg.com that highlights that. There's a good segue for you, buddy. There's a good yeah. segue for you. <laughs> so uh, next, because of uh, SportsCenter was blessed us with a brilliant question of will Mahomes be in the GOAT conversation with Brady in the next 10 years? We had uh, all these Chiefs fans that forget that football was played before Patrick Mahomes played. Um, once Mahomes wins one or maybe two more Super Bowls, he will be the GOAT, and it won't be close. I, <laughs> I just – I don't know, man, because we spent, like, so long with people like, no, Brady can't be the GOAT until he has four Super Bowls. And then he, like – after that, they were like, no, that doesn't count because he lost two. And then he won five, and they were like, I don't know. And then he won six, and they were like, I don't know. And now Mahomes wins two, and they're going to be like, oh, that's the GOAT. What? What? Sounds legit. What? He's from, he's from Texas. 
Um, and then we have um, that no single player in the history of football has ever had a start to his career like Patrick Mahomes um, because no one has ever won MV, uh, an MVP, a Super Bowl, and a Super Bowl MVP in their first two years. Well, because you people all seem to forget that football was played before you started watching, I remind you of 1999, Kurt Warner, after bagging groceries, won the league MVP, the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl MVP, and then the next season won league MVP again and lost in the Super Bowl. So, yes, people have had this kind of start to a career. I'm not knocking Patrick Mahomes. I just like to point out stats. Now, we have uh, the next one. I, this one I thought was funny. I got told uh, that Tom Brady played like shit in the Super Bowl against Seattle um, and that he had to get bailed out by his defense, which, of course, everyone likes to say that one. Uh, but So let's just say that Tom sense. Brady, that game, uh, you know, he only had 360 yards and four touchdowns in that game. And that's really just, I mean, that is such a horrible performance. And especially when you look at the fourth quarter where he started out down by 10 and he went 13 or 15 for 120 yards and two touchdowns, including the game winner with two minutes left. Yeah, that was a fucking horrible performance. Jesus Christ. And then the last one, um, Great, maybe you'll like this, but you're smarter than most Packers fans, it seems. Oh, we got two but, uh, Packers fans today. Uh-oh, we oh, got two Packers oh, okay. fans today. <laughs> well, I was hearing about how Rodgers is the GOAT, and we were debating with this kid, and um, they basically, they, he said, uh, we were like, oh, Packers fans started calling Rodgers the GOAT in 2011. He goes, no, only irrational people would. I started calling him the GOAT in 2014 when anybody who understands football would. So, again, I don't want to knock Rodgers in 2014 because he had a great season. But I'm just, still not un- I'm just still not understanding how you could say that in 2014 he became the GOAT in the year that Tom Brady won his fourth Super Bowl. I- oh, and then also – uh, one of them doubled down on it and says that Brady can't compare with Rodgers all time because Rodgers is undefeated in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's a good one. Hey, that's a good argument. I mean, I tell people I, yeah, all the time, guess, my college I, has an undefeated football team. They don't have a football team, but they're undefeated. They have not lost. Yeah, I like that so wow, okay. One he went there one time and he won one time. Wow, yeah. So that's that's definitely better than uh Brady going there nine times. That's yeah. It's better to lose in the NFC championship game. It's true, Dak's undefeated in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can it, now, now let's let let's list off all the quarterbacks who are undefeated in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, you know what? I forgot that I forgot that Dre was an avid Packers fan as well. And Steve, I'm not going to cut off your segment. I want to say thank you because uh, your Twitter takes are always terrible, and I love them. Um, Dre, you have an Aaron Rodgers story from when they played here in Dallas, right? Oh my God! Don't you have an Aaron Rodgers story? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Let's let's tell let's tell let's let's end on that note. Tell us your your Aaron Rodgers story. What you did here in Dallas? <laughs> 
before that, did, did, did you already uh, tell everybody out there uh, if they're in the mood for diving, who they have to And if they with? can leave the country? Not, not yet, Dre, but why don't you let them know <laughs> as you leave them on a cliffhanger for your Aaron Rodgers story <laughs> what they can do and find, where they can find diving? <laughs> when they can leave yeah, the country? I, I, don't have my, I don't have my notes, but all right, I'll, 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 I'll wing it. Uh, all right, fellas. Well, if, if, if you're in the mood to, to go traveling, uh, actually Garuda, Garuda uh, Airlines, which is, I think, uh, the same airline group as Delta, has announced a direct flight from the U.S. to uh, Bali. So whenever you do that trip and you're in the mood for a diving holiday, then you can Go diving with Aquamarine Diving Bali. Uh, website is aquamarinediving.com. And um, you can follow them on Facebook. They're having a huge giveaway. Uh, I think it's um, three days diving, two nights accommodation. So actually, you're getting kind of your holiday. All you have to do, you would have to pay is for the flight, I guess. Uh, so go do that. And um, yes, Aquamarine Diving Bali. Go follow them. Go follow them on social media. Aqua. And on that note, I will tell you my uh, Rogers story. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Here we go. Story time by Dre. All right. So uh, <laughs> I was at that. In, I was at that incredibly great and famous football game where Aaron Rodgers. Well, actually, when the Cowboy Cowboys fan were celebrating with one minute uh, left on the block, and then Aaron Rodgers hit Jack Cook on a great play, and we won that game. But anyway, uh, I just wanted, obviously, to I don't think anybody you cared what, what about game the game. Happened, but... <laughs> All right, so when we got to the game, I was wearing my Aaron Rodgers jersey, and... I don't know why, uh, while well, we came out and we were tailgating and, and obviously we, we were drinking a lot and I don't know why people started coming up to me and asking me if I was related to Aaron Rodgers. So obviously we said yes and because <laughs> you always say yes to whatever people ask you. And then people still line up and they started doing selfies with me. And then I was uh, getting free beer and we were getting food and everybody was inviting us to where they were ta tailgating at. And then this guy actually, he, I think it was pretty smart because he decided to join in on the fun. And he's like, well, I'm his manager. This is, he actually said I was Luke Rogers. This is Luke Rogers. He's the cousin of Aaron, and he's hanging out with us. And if you want to, all right, later, Steve. <laughs> and if 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 you want to get a picture, you gotta, you know, it it costs five bucks. And I mean, obviously, nobody pay that fee, but that's why we were getting more free beer and more free hot dogs and burgers and and nachos and stuff. And Literally, there there was a moment that there was a line of like a hundred people lined up to take a picture with me. It was ridiculous, <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty awesome because you know I just got free booze and free food, and so did my friends, and 
that was the day that, uh, yeah, I was, I was Luke Rogers. I was related to Aaron. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> and somebody called him out on his bullshit. They actually said like, Hey, who are you? And, and I prove it. And so because his last name is freaking Rogers, he oh, pulls yeah. out his ID and he's like, look, my name is Rogers. Like, this is just my real first name. It's Dre, but look, this is who I am. And they believed his ass. Like, what? Who does that? Like, for real? Yes, sir. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, that's Triple T's with Steve. And, and we appreciate the laugh, Steve. You must have gotten kicked off or you're changing. It's one of the two. And Dre, thank you for your story. Um, I like to do a sign off for everybody before we get out of here, guys. And so to give you guys one last uh, worst take, obviously, one last plug, and you can tell everybody where to find you, people who follow us. We had a total of 386 live viewers, so thank you guys, whoever watched us. And if you're still on watching us, appreciate that. Um, let's do our final sign-off. Uh, Paul, I'm going to go to you. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at SteelCurtainPEH. Um, just uh, take, care of every, take care of everybody out there. It's a weird time. Just be a good human being. That's all you got to be right now. Appreciate that, Bob. Go, go, go Los too. Angeles Browns, right? <laughs> he deserves to get kicked off of here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's a terrible take, too. Dre, where can people find you? And uh, one last sign-off for you. All right. Before that, I, I've, I've, I've done my research. And uh, for all the women out there, all the, all, the, all the listeners that we have out there, uh, Aquamarine Diving Valley is doing a uh, <laughs> great promo for Patty Women's Dive Day Friday 17 july to sunday the 19th 20 percent off everything on their diving and patty courses so it's a great sale if you ask me so i would head over and to their facebook page or website and um, reach out and get that 20 percent off you could use it all the way up to 2021 i think uh, all the way to july so it gives you enough time to plan for your holiday but anyway uh you can find me at dre 2124 on twitter and um Stay safe. <laughs> That's perfect, Dre. I appreciate that. And yes, one of our newest uh, partners of the show. So I appreciate you, Dre, giving that plug in. All right. Before I go to worst, I'm going to get our lapsters signed off here. Matt, not worst, Matt, but regular Matt. Give us your sign off and tell people if, if you're on social, if they can follow you anywhere. Yeah. Um, I appreciate y'all having me tonight. It was fun. I'm happy we won again. Um, I don't really have much in the way of social, so you can watch Ernest on uh, on Twitch for Call of Duty. You'll see me on there occasionally. And then yes, I'm also on Instagram at, at MattPosey7, I believe is what it is. So appreciate y'all having me. That's it. Matt is an avid player. He has contributed to many wins for the BCMG stream team. Andrew's another one. You'll see him as IN210, though, so I'll let you sit, tell everybody. Yep. Same with Matt. Not really on much social, but follow Ernest. You'll see me. I'm there somewhere thank you somewhere he's there somewhere i'm glad you guys won congratulations again to the lapsters and worst take uh bring us home with the sign offs here tell everybody where they can find you and where our listeners can get some laughs i will start with you worst matt why not uh you can find us on twitter at the worst take network and our instagram is the worst take net no other way around the twitter's <laughs> the worst take net and the instagram is the worst take network McConnell over here, he runs the Twitter. Uh, he's very, very active on it. Um, and if you guys go to our website, you can find a whole bunch of team podcasts. I personally run a 49ers one. We have our main show. McConnell runs the Ravens and the Oklahoma City Thunder pod. Uh, we also have some guys from the UK that do a Falcons pod, and we're going to have a whole bunch of new stuff coming up. 
Um, so check it out. Uh, we also got a ton of articles. Uh, you want to hear about the Raheem Mostert drama? I just wrote one about it. It's stupid that he requested the trade, but uh, to make it brief, but that's it right there. Makana, talk to us. Yeah, so I, like Matt said, I run the Twitter at the Worst Take Net, and we have somebody that has just started running our new Instagram account at the Worst Take Network, where basically it bashes all the bad takes that we see, um, whether it be on Twitter or Instagram. And I also like to bash takes, but I also have a lot of really bad takes. So if you want to see my personal bad takes, I will back them. Um, I won't just say something and say, and just drop out. But I will say this, um, kind of my last thing is that the Niners without Mostert are the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's perfect. I got an even worse take. Niners don't make the playoffs. So let's roundings up here and talk about the end of our show. I am Ernest Silva at the Sport Gene. I was just kidding about the Niners. That'd be completely stupid to say that. Um, but uh, if you haven't read my Twitter, I did contract the coronavirus. Um, and it has not been fun. So really take care of yourselves and be safe out there. Even with taking precautions, it got to me and it can get you. So be careful out there. Take care of each other and stay isolated and quarantine. Texas is a growing hotspot for this thing. So especially in San Antonio. Um, but let's end on a happy note, right? Football, basketball is coming back. We have a lot of stuff happening. Stay with us. Join our patron. Become a Labster. Be a part of our show. We, this is a, a, a show that we really grow from the ground up. And obviously, we're taking new partners and sponsors every day. Our new, our new Bali partners over there with Dre. So we're excited about that. Um, but if you want to watch us in the tournament this weekend, please join us. I know Matt and, and Andrew will be watching at one point. You can chat with them on there. And uh, be safe, everybody. And hope you guys have a great weekend on behalf of ITL and Blue Collar Media. Night, guys. Paul, stay on, stay on with Ernest. Yep. Thanks, guys. Live stream is over. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app. And follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today. <laughs> <laughs>